What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome Welcome to you. You can can sip sip with us. us. I'm Call. I'm Ashley. I feel like the last 15 minutes could be a rant in and of itself. When you're just like, when not like those moments where you're just like, okay, nothing is effing working. What would you bucket that under? Just like shit show or would you bucket that under technology? Both. All of it. I didn't bring, so. Technology is a shit show. Technology is a shit show. I'm a shit show. I'm bringing, so I'm in Austin right now recording from a hotel room. I, um, brought my microphone. I brought three different pairs of headphones and my computer, of course, but I brought, and I even picked up, uh, whatever I brought none of the micro, nothing fucking works is what's the deal. So are they different headphones than what you normally use? Yeah. Because the ones that I use have the microphone built into it and it comes with that whole system. It's like plugged in. I have like headphones with the mic attached plugs into a box that plugs, plugs into my computer. And that just would have been a nightmare. Which maybe is what I have to do in the future. Yep. So now, in order for call, for you guys to not hear an echo, which you might sometimes, I basically have her turned down to nothing so that she doesn't come into the microphone from my computer. It's a whole thing. You guys are only hearing her on her side. Whatever. It's a whole thing. It's it's a whole thing, but we're here. We're here. And I'll tell you what. I'm Ashley. We said our names. And I'm drinking a margarita, spicy margarita. <laughs> I'm, I wish I had a marg. I'm having a Topo Chico. Great. Those are great. Yeah. I mean, is what it is. It is what it is. is. What it is. So it's, um, for those of you who are over on Patreon, um, that's where we drop Friday episodes. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sit with us. Here's our Tuesday show, obviously. That's you know basically you how I want to treat this here. episode is like... Because I, you know, we each bring things on this show, on Tuesday show. But I like want to talk to you. I want to engage with you yeah. today during my we, segment. So great. So perfect. That's what we do it. on Patreon, though, right? Like we bring, yeah, we engage it's under we talk the hood. About. It's basically our best friend um, catch up with all of our best friends. It's our reality show. It's our reality show. Um, this is also s- sort of, but not as. Anyways, Friday last week, yes, we were sending you off. Because you, uh, you're you currently at a conference for life coaching yes. at the same hotel that you'll soon be enjoying a wedding. I'm still here. And it's all this. It's all here. It's all. Ha- yes. Same. The same hotel. Same, same. So yes. you're in this, but two different, very different experiences. Yes. And on Patreon, you were talking about how you had nerves. Yes. And that you would be excited to record today because then it's like we could do the download of yeah. how did it all go. So do you want to do that now or do you want to do that during your segment because i can't wait to hear basically this oh gosh i don't know it's all gonna bleed into it i guess i can talk about that my experience now and then hopefully i will have enough restraint to talk about like what i learned and my takeaways in my segment of the podcast okay you know so um my experience of it was amazing. I ran into a girl who actually was on my Beachbody coaching team and she lives in Phoenix. She also went to the life coach school and she certified, when did she say, 
I think last October, like six months ago or something. Um, and we were on the same flight out here. She just decided 10 days before that she was like, why am I not going? Of course I'm going to go. And I've known that I liked her, but I've never really got to spend that much time with her. And I, yeah. so, and she came basically by herself. None of the people from her class really were here. So she came to dinner with us. She sat with us during the seminars and I got to spend a lot of time with her and she's amazing. She has two little girls. I've talked about here, her here before, actually. They used to have a podcast called um, The F-Bomb Moms, and they've changed it to The Momologue Podcast, but she lost her son at five months. So I've talked, I think I've talked about her here, maybe on Patreon. Um, anyway, and she's just so fun and like awesome, and I actually learned a lot. Yeah. It's cool to be around coaches because you can't, like life coaches, you can't be self-deprecating. You can't like make up stories because they're like, ah. and so she would like call me on shit, you know, when I would like talk about things, she's like, okay, well, she was very good at listening, but like, okay, is that true? Or is that just sort of like, how much of that is, how much of that could you prove versus how yeah. much of it are your thoughts, you know? Um, cause there were a lot of tears. I cried a lot of tears. Um, just, I feel like I don't, didn't realize that I've been sort of broken Really, I, t I was talking about it as if I've been walking on unstable ground, like like there's an earthquake happening below me and I'm not really sure which side of the crack I'm going to end up on or if I'm just going to flow down the crevice. So it was, you know, really intense and emotional, but it was sensational as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I was with, there was four other girls from my class that I certified with and then there was 1400 or something, 1600 life coaches here. And it was a beautifully done event. And I didn't at all feel like, who am I? I'm outside. I mean, it was interesting because in. they yeah. did, so they do some awards and, um, they, one of the awards is six figure coaches. And then they do a two comma club award. And, um, I didn't even, even though it was, I, it, I was only a life coach for, I certified, I think we certified in April of 2021 and I made multiple six figures in that. But I do this thing where I don't celebrate shit until it's like the best. And so I'm like, well, whatever, I'm not going to put my name in to be celebrated. I'm not going to walk across the stage. Like there's people making millions, whatever. Right. And like, da, da, da. so I didn't. And I realized that was one of the things that I a takeaway that I had this weekend was like, no, you celebrate the big and the small wins. Like you deserve to walk across that stage too. Cause it's also very impressive to have done that, I think. But so, it, you know, I just, I felt like I belonged and I felt like I also was grateful that I was not a speaker and I was not like, I had, I, I could just absorb. I was just a sponge the whole weekend or yeah. the whole conference, yeah. you know? And yeah, I never had imposter syndrome really. Cause I don't, I don't yeah. know. And it also feels very different from any conference I've ever been to where it's doesn't feel like a competition. And it maybe as I get higher up and more well known in this community, maybe it will, but it feels very much like a competition in Beachbody, I feel like. Um mm -hmm. so it's just been a totally interesting experience and really life-changing. But to answer your question. I didn't really have to manage my mind too much around whether or not it was worthy um, yeah. to be in that space. I'm more just like, I, I mean, I had my brain cracked wide open and that is what I'm going to talk to you guys about when it comes to my segment a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, has anything happened of note since 
No, I did have two hangover topics, mm. though, that are not deep or awesome at all. They're just fun. Okay. Funsies. The first, and this is going to feel like a big departure because I, I, um, I felt like we were ready to like roll right into your segment in a good way of like, let's just keep, let's do an ad and then yeah, keep but talking we, uh, yeah. about this vibe. But I have these these two words written down in front of me and I feel an obligation <laughs> to say yes. what they are. Yes. Maybe I should have led with this and then whatever. Um, hindsight's twenty twenty. Right. but the two words I have written down in front of me that I brought <laughs> are uh, severance, which is the show that I recommended a while ago. Oh. It is... One of the producers on it is Ben Stiller and it has like Patricia Arquette in it and it's and it's about this procedure that in this world, this procedure that can be done that severs your brain so that your work life and your personal life are totally disconnected so that there becomes two yous. Oh. Right? You did. And okay, that sounds... I talked about this show and it got it like the concept and everything it got off to for me a fast start of like oh my gosh this is such a cool concept it's so creative and then it was like I just kept waiting for it to to really come to like come on like something you know it felt like a little bit of a slow burn we watched the finale last night of season one and I just want to say if any of you stopped watching because it did get a little bit like Speed. Thick, uh, it felt like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I felt like we were trudging a little bit. Yeah. It is worth it to stick with it to get to this finale. Holy cow! Wow, it was so great. Uh, so I just wanted to close the loop on Severance and say, stick with it. If you've stopped, yes, the finale is Chef's kiss. Oh. Okay. Um, the other thing I was going to talk about is I've talked a lot about Wordle here and my highs, my high, high, highs, and then my abrupt earth shattering low. But I wanted to acknowledge several of you who've emailed uh, that I should try uh, or have DM'd that I should try Quartal. Yeah. Have you have I talked about this? Uh, or have you heard of this? I've heard of it for sure. My friend Danielle does all the things now. She was doing like three things a day, like Wordle, Quirtle, and Splurtle. I don't know. It's like math <laughs> equations and word things and trivia. Well, or so. I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of things. There's a lot out there. I think, I think, I don't know this for a fact. It seems like Quirtle is probably the most popular next to Wordle out of all of the okay. spinoffs that have come out. Q-U-O-R-D-L-E. And it's kind of fun. It reminds me of playing like Kino or something. Did you ever play that? Did yeah. you ever play Kino at restaurants? Like, yeah, John, I, I like remember Kino. I would go into places with like my mom and dad, like family, like wherever we would be and Kino would be on and they'd like let us pick some numbers and you pick like 13 and you can like you're playing across like five boards or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that kind of feeling. I like Quartal because you get four different grids. And so you can spell a word like power and then you get hits on, you know, multiple or no hits on multiple boards. So you're and you got to solve all four. So it's it's pretty good. Exhilarating. It's exhilarating. Yeah. I hear you. So my life. Yeah, Ashley. Thank you for asking. It's very, yeah, no, it's very. Thank yeah. you for asking about me. Yeah, this has been a big, <laughs> it's it's been, been a, a big highlight. deal at the Lude House. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, it's monumental shit going down. You know what I like? 
I like starting my day off with a little word puzzle. Yeah. A little brain, it's a, brain tease. It's a nice, easy start to the day. Yeah. But also a, a, a win most of the time, a quick win. And Some people say make your bed. Call says no, no, no. Wordle and no. Quirtle. Wordle and Quirtle. <laughs> There's some days where I crash the car on Quirtle, and it's great because I have no nothing I'm trying to chase on Quirtle. Yeah. I've already been knocked down. Right. There's no streak right. situation. I got, I'm a nobody yeah. in Quirtle, right. so it's great. Yeah. The problem is I became somebody in my own head in Wordle. Right. Yeah. I'm rebuilding now. Yeah, I'm in a rebuilding phase. No, but that's phase. the thing. And in I'm fact, humble. some of this I'm stuff that a, maybe I'm going to talk yeah. about in my segment about how you got to burn the boats if you want to move on to the next level, it's like you've burned the boats and now yeah. you're going to level up in your quarter and game. You know what I mean? It's liberating. It's liberating. You're at a new, you're at a fresh <laughs> start. It's a renaissance, if you will. Yeah. I'm a real, co- like move over tiger. Right. I'm the comeback kid. You're the comeback kid. <laughs> you're the one that's all over the news making headlines. Yeah. Making headlines, making footlines. Oh yeah. Put on your Rothies. Make some footlines. I'm in the wrong head. Yeah. No, let's okay. make footlines. You know, uh, like instead of a uh, listen. We don't we guys. told ourselves we weren't gonna do transitions. I know, but I can't help it because I actually really love it. It is very fun. I have a passion. Okay. I can't be stopped. I can't, and I can't, I can't be stopped in the same stop. way that Wordle has it's, you. I'm obsessed with Rothies. Okay, I can't. You can't control my obsession, and it could be your new shoe obsession too, because they give you right out of the box comfort. They come in amazing styles. You can wash these guys, so you can wear these perfect, beautiful, amazing, comfortable shoes all the time. And if they get a little stinky wink or worn down because you're going to wear them all the time, you wash them. They're as good as new. It's easy to see why millions of women wear Rothy's shoes every single day. We've got, I've got their uh, pair of flats from them. I love dressing them up and down. I've got sneakers. Ash, I know you've got I a couple different, you've got like the loafers. Because I wanted yeah. to pack like cute shoes, but that are like comfy but stylish that i can like cruise around yeah. town in like i i don't yep. yeah i don't leave home without rothy's yeah same and the best same, part same, is same. everything rothy's makes is better for the planet they've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products including the bags and the men's shoes and of course the women's shoes they last forever that you know you can clomp around in them throw them in the washer they're good as new they come out like you've you know like you, they're freshly delivered to your door so you want these in your closet and on your feet. Yeah, no kidding. Step up uh, your shoes and accessories this spring and get ready to be asked, are those Rothy's? Plus, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash sip. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash sip. Did Ben just get home? Here, no. Oh. Uh, we've got someone picking up something on the... Uh, I left something outside like hey swing by and get it I don't know if they knocked or need something but regardless Betty is um, my ferocious yeah no she's she takes her job seriously Betty takes her loses her guarding as seriously as you take your wordling yeah so when I've yes you know like mother like daughter (laughs) yeah the apple doesn't fall far from the tree on that one yeah the problem is we had a wiener dog before Betty that I that grew up with older, bigger dogs. And so she became through 
the cultural aspect of her upbringing like a bigger dog, in my opinion. She wasn't. No, she didn't. She didn't have small man syndrome. No, no. Betty's a chihuahua. Yes. What we have now is a like a chihuahua. Well, and to be fair, Betty also was the one that had little humans enter her life. And I feel like that also can change dogs a little bit where they're like, oh, oh, shit, there's like I got to protect these people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We yeah. And she, you know, uh, I'd like to say she's doing her best. I don't know if that's true. I don't think Betty cares. I think it's always right. Here's the life coach. It's not a bad thought to think about anyone that she's doing her best. Right. Sure. There's nothing wrong. Even if she's not, feels pretty good to think that. But the way she's wired, fundamentally different than any of the other dogs we've had. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. any of the other dogs we've had to be like, hey, you want to want to walk? And like, it's in their DNA. They're like, yes! You know, and their tails are wiggling yeah. and they've got their, they're like practically trying to yeah. find their leash for you. And Betty's like, I'm good. I'm no, I'm good. I'm. Could you, did you throw see on a that show I'm laying on a stair with the sunshine yeah. coming down on yeah. me that I can sunbathe in? I don't think I need to move mm-hmm. my body mm-hmm. today. That's Betty. So that's also me. That's you know. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. The apple doesn't fall far from this tree either. Yeah, your tree and my yeah. tree. Okay. Okay. Here we shall go. We do it. I do have some Sh- favorites that I thought. Mm, should I talk about these? Um, but I figure I'll lead off. Best thing that I read Mm. i consumed quickly the soulmate equation by christina lauren you have been on a book i can't stop i cannot be stopped and and it's like where do you find these just i started reading it on the plane and then yeah i couldn't stop and so it took me again two days but like you know not 24 hours a day reading but if i could i would i would finish it in one sitting if life didn't get in the way but you know i had to deplane and get my bags and get in an uber and come here and check in and go out to dinner and i had to human i had to people so but i did read it and i just oh god it's so good i just love i just love reading and i cannot believe that i had not been reading for as many years as i had not been reading so mm. if you're looking for another one Christina Lauren does it again. I think that because I basically got through all of Colleen Hoover's books almost. So this is going to be my next author I'm going to pursue, I think. So check it out. My nanny introduced me to the gluten-free cinnamon muffins from Trader Joe's. They're kind of like coffee cake. So they're Mm. muffins and they have like that cinnamon crumbly thing and like a swirl in it. And they are, she was like, I can't even have these at my house because they're so good and they do not taste gluten-free. So if you are gluten-free, Get them, but know that they're dangerous. They are so good. Mm. Trader Joe's does it again, man. And then, oh, I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm going to talk about that one later. Okay, so those are the two things that I just, I guess, needed to share because they were in my notes. Now, let's dive into what this experience was. So I would say the biggest takeaway from this experience for me was, one, I need people around me. I thrive in community. I thrive at live events. Like I don't get yeah. tired. I slept four hours the first night, partially because of the book, but also I was just like, I couldn't, I don't know. I had trouble falling yeah. asleep and then I woke up with no freaking reason. Um, Do you feel like you recharge? Like, so it sounds like not to put a label on it, but extrovert, introvert. I think everybody, there's not, 
what they say is that you're not actually an extrovert or an introvert. There's people who it's a spectrum and you're actually everyone's both, but that you're, you know, yes. typically it's like thinking about how you get energy. Yes. So like these, do you feel like you're more extroverted? Yes. Given you're getting more energy in being in the community and everything. That yeah. You're because like I was really tired and I thought we had a two hour lunch break and I thought like, I'm going to go have to take a nap. And instead I went out to lunch and it like felt as if I'd taken a nap almost like it mm. really energized me just to like talk with people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I really miss community. I think that could be part of, I, I didn't realize until recently Actually, the day that we recorded before when we recorded Patreon, I've had I've been carrying around a lot of shame for the last couple of years about not knowing where I'm at, where I'm at, where I'm going, what I want to do. I felt like I knew for so long. Right. Beachbody was like, that's my train. I am on the train and it just kept speeding up and going faster. And I had one way like that was it. And then when I started opening up to maybe that's not like, I think I might want to get on another train, but it was like, I'm at the station and there's like Beachbody train and there's all these other trains, right? Social media and life coach. And I'm like jumping around all of them and I ride each train for a little bit, but then I like get back on and I'm just like swapping around. And so I'm never really going anywhere. And Mm -hmm. I didn't like, I, I felt like, I don't know when we recorded on Friday, I felt like I just wanted to cry. Well, we recorded earlier, but Mm. for last Friday's Patreon, I just felt like I wanted to cry. I felt so broken. Um, and I think that that has been an undercurrent of my life for the last two years of feeling like I don't know where home is. And that Mm. is wild that I didn't really realize or like, huh? But it's not just work. It's like knowing where home is in that category of like, where you're going to pursue kind of career or yeah. like, is that specifically what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah like I yeah. like like home, like, I don't know where I'm going to lay my head. Right. Like when I was mm-hmm. in Beachbody, it was like, I wake up, here's my job. I go to bed. I'm still like, right. And it's not, not my actual home, right. My, my little family unit, but like mm-hmm. I've yeah. struggled my whole, basically my entire Beachbody family. There's a lot of them that are still there. Hey, shout out to <laughs> Shannon and, um, some other people like, but it's essentially disintegrated. Like it's a, and I cried a lot about that. I cried a lot about that on that, mm. this trip. I didn't realize like, I'm still grieving that, um, you know, and that felt like home for a while. Um, and Beachbody felt like home for a while and like life coaching didn't feel like home for a while. And then I don't know, it did for so long. So then I want to go back into Beachbody and then I'm like, I don't know. It just felt like I never really knew. Like I was laying my head on a different pillow each night or something, you know, Mm -hmm. couch surfing. Um, And I didn't really realize that, but coming here, it was like the first, the opening day, the first half session was all about um, your mindset and believing in you. And then the second half was like tangible business takeaways. And then today was a whole nother thing. But Um, that's what I needed was really like, what does it look like to go all in on you? What does it look like to have your back? Like, and also the reassurance that it is supposed to be hard. I think without these live events, I had forgotten that it is supposed to be hard. And in fact, when people don't like you, it is 
that's a good thing. Like, I don't want to be a rice cake. I don't want to be just like no flavor and people can take me or leave me. Right. Like I want to be taken or left. I don't want to be neutral. And I think that's why, and even that's why I felt teary going into the podcast last week was because I was like, I read some reviews from the podcast and the reviews are like, consistently. This podcast used to be so good and it's really gone downhill. And I can't think why, um, other than we have had a lot of babies over, you know, now there's four babies, um, between us. And so we've gone through some changes and there's been like, and there's also distance. And, but then I was also like, but what about you? Like what changed about you that you're bringing to the table? And I do feel like I used to be so much less apologetic And I've said this before, which is also why I carried shame around this. Like I've said, okay, I'm just going to show up and let myself be seen. And then I don't do it. Like I try and then I just don't do it. Like I'm recording stories and then I delete them. And I think, oh, I should refilm that. or I should say that another way. Or people are going to perceive this. And it's just like, I'm constantly filtering myself. And someone that does not like to be filtered, like, it's very hard. And I have not been checking like the the blogs or anything like that. But I just know because I two years ago saw what a bunch of people were saying about me on Reddit. Right. And I think it's still fucking with me. And it's like, I think that might be what changed is I'm waffling too much in the middle where I'm not taking a big enough stand. Right. I think the reason that my business with Beachbody was so good was because First, it was easy. I went all in on Beachbody, right? So I never felt like I had to sell anything. I still don't feel like I sold anything with Beachbody. I felt like I had this thing that changed my life that I had to tell everybody about. And then as I was doing it, people started liking me and I was getting a lot of feedback. And yes, there was people that hated me, but I just didn't care because the the people that liked me were so loud about it. And I liked me. And then as I pivoted, I didn't really know if maybe I would fit here or what was going to happen. And also, I think as you become a more evolved human, I mean, I definitely feel like I've grown and I'm evolved more. And that's not, you know, people are like, I'm so over the life coaching thing. Well, fine. Get the fuck out of here. Honestly, like I'm not going to be apologizing anymore. If you don't like who I am, don't stick around just for Colleen. This is Colleen podcast. Like, if you don't like us together, then, and also I think Call has my back on that. Like, if you don't like me, get out of here. You're not welcome here. We're not here for the listeners just to see how many downloads we can get. Like, I want to connect with people that connect with us. And if you're not connecting with me anymore and you don't like where I've evolved to, then get out of here and go find someone else that you connect with. It's not healthy for me and it's not healthy for you. And I'm not going to apologize anymore. I just can't because it is such, it's fucked up the last two years of my life. Like, and I can't get those two years back. And I need to, I need to like, I really need to burn the boats. I need to remember that it's okay to be hated and it's okay to be disliked and to not be everybody's cup of tea. But when I try to like tame myself, I don't really become anybody's tea because the people that like me, they still like me. But I think they miss the fire. I miss my fire, you know? Um, So that's really bit. That was like the biggest thing that I learned is like, it's supposed to be hard. It's okay that it's hard and that people don't like you. And when you fall on your face, at least you're fucking showing up. At least you're trying. Like at least you're getting out there. And I just believe so much 
in what's possible for me. Like, and I know it's going to be hard. And I've been leaning into, you know, I listened to this manifestation episode today on a podcast that talked about if you're being tested right now, like if you're trying to manifest something in your life, whether it's a romance or a job or money or a body, um, and you're being tested, right? Maybe you're being offered a job and everything looks good, but it's not the money that you want. Or this guy has every every box that you think could be checked, but he's not really interested in a relationship or whatever, right? Those are tests from the universe. And I think I've been using those tests and my fear to say, maybe I'm on the wrong track instead of saying, no, you are exactly where you need to be. Like This is a test to make sure that you want it. And that's also what, when I had my reading with Erica, what she said, right? Um, so it's, it's, that was for sure like really groundbreaking for me. Um, and one of the things that like in the opening thing that Brooke Castillo said, and she was like, you know, we go and we try to hide ourselves and we mm. think, well, if I just hide myself, right, then, then I'll be safe. And she's like, but you know what hiding looks like, right? It's like ducking, like, oh, I hope they don't see me. Oh God. Right. And you're like living in more fear of being seen. Like hiding does not make you safe. You're always on the lookout. The The better you hide, the less safe you are. And I feel like that's what I've been doing is trying to hide really well. And also trying to mm-hmm. hide that I've been fucking struggling. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I was yeah. like at the top. And to struggle, it, then I tell myself like this is not inspiring or whatever, but it's like also my human experience. And I can't wait. I just feel like I was sitting there and I had so many moments when I'm in the room with them, just thinking about, man, a couple of years from now, I'm going to be on that stage and people are going to know my name. Like, I have no doubt. I have zero doubt in my mind. I'm going to be a big fucking someone in the life coach community. And people are going to know my name. And I'm going to look back at the first time that I was at this event broke, you know, like, and I think I had to do this. Like, I had to be so broken and unsure and insecure. Um, to just realize, like to really hear myself and maybe know which mm-hmm. direction I want to go and remember why I'm fighting and what I'm fighting for. Um, and one of the, one of the people said something, actually there was two quotes. One person said she hung up pictures of her as a little girl in her office. And she says, whenever I try to, you know, talk shit to myself or I'm mean, I think, would I ever tell that little girl that? Or even, and she's like, and sometimes it doesn't sound mean, but when you don't celebrate your success, right? For example, when I, when I said, I'm not going to walk across that stage, would I tell six-year-old Ashley like, oh, that's not that big of a deal. You don't need to celebrate that. No, you stay in the seat and let other people get celebrated, but like, that's not good enough, right? It's like heartbreaking to think that we would tell that to the little us. Um, and then a guy said today, like, I'm always trying to impress my eight-year-old and my 80-year-old self. So like, how can I get back to letting go of other people's opinions, right? That the eight-year-old would want and staying in the fun and staying in the joy and like not really caring as much. But my eight-year-old self knowing that like I worked hard and I did what I wanted and I made a legacy and whatever. Um, And so that's where I think I need to focus. I was more focused on my now and 
I think the other part that was hard for me was now I'm selling myself. Whereas before I felt like I was selling Beachbody, even though I never felt like I was selling, right? But it was so easy for me to be like... You were aligned with a big brand yes. that had a suite of things. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, if you like, don't like the product, no problem, right? Yeah. Um, but now it's like the product is me. <laughs> and so... Uh, but it's also no problem if you don't like the product because I have to like the product. Like I, as long as I believe in what it is that I have, it's fine, you know, if I get no's and rejections and like... It's life-changing shit and not everyone's going to grow and evolve with me, but I have to grow and evolve with me. And yeah, I, I think I've been thinking, you know, well, what, what will people think of me even right now? So I'm still, still supposed to be doing, I talked about the gut protocol and I thought intentionally about this. Like I'm following someone else's rules. And part of me was like, I know it'll be good for my business. Like, yes, it will be good for my body, but it will be good for my business if I can get some results. And I wasn't even like fully aware of this, but if I can get some results, that'll be good for my business. And I'm like going to do this resurgence with Beachbody. And now, and then it's like, but that doesn't feel good to me. Like, I don't want to follow someone else's rules. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing still the no gluten, dairy, um, you know, corn process because that feels good. But I'm having a margarita because that also feels good and um, just being intentional. And I don't want to get wasted because that doesn't feel good to me anymore. I don't want to be hungover. That doesn't feel good to me anymore, but I want to be in control of where I'm at and not apologize for it. And I was sitting around with my family, you know, some family came in last night for the wedding and they were talking to other people about me like, Oh my gosh, you got to follow her. She's so funny. I wake up every day and I laugh at you. And it's like, you do. I had no idea, right? Because I've just been like shitting on myself, just shitting on myself, thinking like, and that's why I'm like, I don't want to be on social media anymore because it feel, I, it's like this big thing that I built up of like, I can't do it right. So I don't want to do it. And I don't know if I want to do social media in the future, but I know when I was doing it before and gave no fucks, it felt a whole lot more fun. So I, I, yeah, for me, it was just like this big, it's a big learning. And also, you know, there is no matter how elevated your brain gets. Uh, I listen to all these multimillionaires speak about how they still have struggle and they still have insecurity. And the last speaker today came on the stage and, you know, talked all about the mindset of, um, massive action. And she was like, there is, she's, she made like 6 million last year. And she was in a tech strand with people that are making like 10 and 4 million last year. Right. And so they're very, they have thriving businesses. Great. I mean, they're life coaches. So they're like helping a ton of people making a massive legacy impact. They podcast, all these things are making money. Right. And they, she's like, we were on a like, comparison despair cul-de-sac last night between the three of us. And she's like, so it never goes away. It doesn't matter how successful you are in life. Like you still have a human brain. The hard part is still going to be there. It doesn't go away. So like, stop trying to make it go away. You don't need it to be easy, right? There is no off ramp from the human experience. You have insecurities now you'll have insecurities in the future. I had them back when I started and I have them now, you know, and it's like, she's like, if we have a human brain, you may as well, if you're going to be insecure either way, you may as well be insecure with your human brain doing what it is that you love with a lot of money in your pockets. And I, I mean, she's like a fierce, you guys should check her out. Her podcast is called Unfuck Your Brain by Carl Lowenthal. She is a um, feminist life coach and all of it. She's a Harvard educated lawyer, but turned life coach now and is 
just a badass. But anyway, um, and then there was when they brought up the the big ballers at the end. Um, there's a life coach. Brooke made 40 million last year and Corinne made um 14. And Corinne played this song. And it's not as powerful because I can't play it for you because of copyright, but go look it up. It's I Lived, the Artie remix by One Republic, and you guys have heard it. Um, but the lyrics are, and I was just crying, crying, crying. Um, it says, Hope when you take that jump, you don't fear the fall. Hope when the water rises, you built the wall or you built a wall. Hope when the crowd screams out, it's screaming your name. Hope if everybody runs, you choose to stay. Hope that you fall in love and it hurts so bad. The only way you can know you give it all you have. And I hope that you don't suffer, but take the pain. Hope when the moment comes, you'll say, I did it all. I did it all. I owned every second that this world could give. I saw so many places, the things that I did. Yeah. With every broken bone, with every broken bone, I swear I lived. And I just was like, yeah, I got, I feel like I've got like broken bones and I've been making it mean that there's something wrong with me. And it's like, maybe it's just a sign I've been living, you know, like feeling and leaning in. And so, and I've just taken, I've put so much focus on all the ways that I'm wrong recently in the last couple of years. Um, and it's totally a decision. And I just don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't feel good, you know? Um, so I'm just not going to. And it feels great to know, just like, to just be a little grounded. Even I texted my mom this when I said, I asked her if she had any pictures of me as a little girl. Because I wanted to have that as a reminder of like, don't talk to yourself like that. Mm-hmm. And... uh she said, yeah, you know, I have lots. I'll, I'll get them to you. And I said, digital's fine. It doesn't have to be hard copies. And she wrote back and she said, she was a darling little girl, bold, bright, and brilliant. Still. And she said, you still are the same, bold, bright, and brilliant. And like, when I got that, I just bawled, you know, it's like, I don't know. I think we do this to ourselves sometimes. Like we were all these amazing, magical little beings. And then you grow up and you start to doubt that. And it's never a question of how much magic you have or how much worth or value you have. Like it's unquestionable. And yet I've been doing that to myself for a lot of my life and definitely over these last two years. And so um, it's going to be a lot of mind management and it's fine. Like I'm excited for it. I'm, I, I really feel in my gut that this is the path I'm supposed to be on and this is how broken I needed to be. Um, and I haven't told, I mean, I think this is probably somewhat of a surprise to you. Like John has no idea. I've, I've mentioned that it's hard and I've been struggling, but like, I don't even know if I knew fully how, yeah. how bad I was, you know? Um, yeah. but I just feel like I'm ready to do the work and heal and, um, be better. Cause it's, it's too important. Like I have too many people to impact and help and myself being one of them, my kids, you know, I want to make the 80 year old me proud. I want to feel worthy of you being my best friend. You know, I've told you, I, I've struggled with feeling like, again, I don't know, like I'm like call deserves a better best friend. And like, it's not fair to me, you know, it's not fair. And it's not fair to you either because then I'm not showing up as the kind of friend that I would want to be. Like, I'm just, cause I don't feel worthy you know, of this relationship sometimes. Um, and I, that 
again, why I wanted to cry when we recorded Patreon was just like, man, our podcast was growing so much. And then I have been fumbling around and it's affecting call now, right? Which I know you're not like thinking that, but like, it's just like, I can use that as evidence against me. We can use anything against ourselves if we want, but it's not fair. And it's not fair to yourself. And it's not fair to the people around you. And it's not fair to the people that you have yet to impact, right? Like I started thinking about this is not fair to my future clients who need me, right? Like that I'll never, they'll, they're waiting for me. And here I am just fucking floundering. So I think uh, just some encouragement if anyone else has been sort of in that season of questioning yourself. Because, and the, the coach on stage today, she asked, like, how many of you think there's something wrong with you? And it, we were at a point where everyone was, you know, vulnerable. And so every hand went up. And these are like very high performing and also, you know, new people, but like some of them are doctors and lawyers and whatever, high performing in their other jobs. And every single person thinks there's something wrong with them. And it's just not true. And even if it was, she was like, even if there is something wrong with you, it doesn't matter. Like none of it matters. Right. So, um, yeah, I feel like it was a really powerful weekend. I'm excited to, um, get back and like, just see what happens now. I was just going to say, like, um, there's so much being covered right now. Yeah. Like, because you there's been, a, a, I can tell, a lot of, like, light bulb, aha, deep feel, like, being vulnerable. Yeah. There's a lot of vulnerability. There's a lot of opening up to the things that I think a lot of people would say oh she's unaffected by this but like you're human yeah like you're human you know and you're seeing that in you too right but it's almost like because on patreon you're like okay i'm a speech body yeah and life coaching's isolating and now it feels it seems that there's been a little bit of a pendulum swing having been at this conference which is you've ever right. right like this is the first real conference yeah. you've been to with life coaching and you've also put in a lot of time into life coaching and so there could be things like whoa coming together and connecting in ways you could have never imagined which you kind of also said on patreon i don't know what's gonna happen right. here right and so it's almost like i have i'm just getting these flashbacks back to like when you very first it was the after the post was the standing up and sitting down the yeah. viral post and you came over to my house and we took out a whiteboard and I'm looking at a whiteboard right now and we sat down and we like mapped shit out. Yeah. And I feel like you need to have that next week. Yeah. Like you need to just enjoy this wedding and not think about it for like the weekend. Yeah. Just like enjoy yes. John and your family and like go home and have a quiet week. Yeah. Of like not quiet. Right, right, right. But like no big decisions. Yes. Just find where's the center. Well, you did like okay, what's home. your goal? What's your end goal? And what's then we your why? Back. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of it seems like there's a lot of like pressure and expectation you're putting on yourself. For sure. To achieve perceived expectation of others, also expectation of yourself, also things you've done in the past and there's a business side yeah and then there's also a very deeply personal side of like there's this outward looking focus but also this very what i'm hearing is like inward focus which is the key yeah is like alignment and healing on the inside 
yeah. to make everything else work. Yes. And like regrounding in your why and your purpose. And like, what do you really want? Yeah. yeah. Like out of your life. Yeah. What do you really want from healing inside of you? And this is like, this is, this is not really even segment stuff. This is just talking, right? But like, it just seems like this is great because this is what needed to happen to just like, what? Your tree is being shook. Yes. And it's like, what's the old shit that needs to fall off? Mm -hmm. And then how do we have new, beautiful growth? Yeah. But like, your shit, you're shooken up right now. Yeah. Right. And then it's like you're on that earthquake yes. feeling. And it's like next week is the week to come up and say, like, okay, what's still here? Yeah. You know? And like, I think that could be quiet and peace and planning and sent recentering. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, I mean it is a lot. I'm taking like, your time with it. I almost started it. my own podcast this weekend, just like record some shit because I I know yeah. it is a lot, um, and that is barely that's like two percent of what I could talk about right now. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I do feel right now great. And what I'm going to have to be, I know as I'm like bawling and literally snot's coming out of my nose and I just use my dress to wipe it because I don't nice. have a clean ass yeah. next to me. Nice. Um, but I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point I'll start to doubt myself again. And that is where you got to double down on like, this is a part of your human experience. It does not mean that people don't want you or need you or care about you or that you have no value. Right. Like, so Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be cool. But I do feel right now and uh, no, I'll save this for I'll save this for the rave, I think. Anyway. So, I feel like if I didn't have work or whatever next week, it'd be like fly out here and let's get out the whiteboard and let's do the redo this thing. Let's do this thing. Yeah. Ashley, your brain feels full. You've put nutrition in your in your brain. Let's put it in your body too. Oh my gosh. I literally packed it with me. It's all it's <laughs> also here. Um <laughs> Bloom is uh, like so I've been working as you guys know on digestion and gut health and getting in more greens and plants and things that help your, you know, biome. And um a lot of greens powders can taste kind of gross or you don't really look forward to, but Bloom sent us some and it's actually quite delicious. I don't know if you've tried it yet, Call. Have you tried it? Oh, I have. They I make love it. E- getting in your fruits and veggies easy and delicious. It gives your bodies what it needs to feel your best inside and out. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights bloating. It helps digestion, increases natural energy, and it keeps your skin glowing. Bloom greens are packed with over 50 nutrients, including whole fruits and veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, antioxidants and more all in one easy to drink formula you can mix it with water or a smoothie just to add it into your daily routine it comes in four delicious flavors coconut mixed berry citrus and original it's made for you whether you're trying to recover from a big meal or night out or you're a fitness buff over 350,000 people trust bloom to feel better every day i've been having it 
while I'm traveling for all of the digestive reasons, but also because it, I don't always get access to like tons of fruits and veggies when I'm on the road and like great nutrients. And so I've been, I had it this morning, like after my workout, same thing yesterday. And it like energized me. Plus it tastes just yeah. good. It's so good. And right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnu.com slash sip. That's B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com slash sip. For 15% off your purchase, go to bloomnu dot com slash sip like bloom for fifteen percent off you know bloom nutrition with bloom nutrition. new yes yes okay n is in nutrition u is in the Umbrella. letter u all right guys i i've been meaning to bring this like uh so i'm gonna do a, a quick faves on pregnancy must-haves so total gear shift um, and this is really just some things that I've been like, these are things I've been using every single day during this pregnancy. And I know that a month after I'm not pregnant, I will like forget that these things ever existed. Yes. <laughs> so the time is now to share. So whether you're pregnant or know someone who it is, there could be like, I don't know, some good gift ideas or something like that. Um, okay. The first thing and on our Instagram at you can sip with us, there is a link um, to our website. You can also just go to sipsquadpod.com. But there you can access our Amazon faves. And I have created a little list of most of these things. Excuse me. I've created a list of most of these things because most of them you can buy on Amazon. Some of them you cannot. But the list is pregnancy must-haves. So the first thing, I'm wearing them right now. Uh, maternity biker shorts. Oh. I feel like I did not wear these with Ben. But like... And I guess it depends on the time of year someone's pregnant. But I think even during colder weather when you're just like around the house or whatever. But I'm very, very pregnant third trimester and at the stage where like pants just aren't awesome. Even maternity. I just don't want a lot on when it's hot. Like I'm starting to get to the feet swelling stage. Um, So I don't have a recommendation for like, I've been wearing a lot of dresses too, like just cotton dresses because they feel good. Um, But the other thing I've been wearing that I do have a good recommendation for are maternity biker shorts and they're Poshtiva. They have a ton of different options. I linked two of them on our faves. But just like super cozy and flexible and like I wear them around the house with like a sports bra and call it a day. Like, dude, I don't go out you know, like that, I'll throw on like a tank top, but just things that are just super comfortable right now. Um, the best. Okay. The other thing, um, clothes wise are uh, actually quite a few clothes things, but these are a little bit more of an investment. Blanky B L A N Q I. Oh, they're sort of a higher end, maternity type company. Yeah, I've heard their leggings. Yeah. They're I don't I linked them on Amazon, but I think if you go directly to their site, they have sales every now and again that make it a lot more economical because I bought their leggings, two pairs of them, and a tank top. On Amazon, this tank top is $64. 
Whoa. $72. That's a lot for a tank top. I think I got it half off at one point on the Blanky website. Okay. But these leggings and this tank top, I have worn both pregnancies as like go-to things. And the blanky leggings are kind of thick, so you can wear them out. And then the tank top is like super belly supportive and really nice to wear under like anything, really anything. And it's they're designed for pregnancy, and so they're kind of more investment pieces. But I had those when I was pregnant too, recommend. and if I remember correctly, they're actually meant to help support, like take some pressure off your back. Like there's something in the way that yeah. they're built on the tummy or something that's supposed to like hold your tummy better to relieve your back a little bit. Yes, yes, okay. Um, but I would definitely check their site for sales. Another thing that has been great, um, you guys know that I'm a big fan of the silk. I've talked a lot about I'm like the Econor like tank and shorts. I'm also at a place right now so pregnant where it's like I don't even want like pants of any kind like at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like even the shorts that are super comfortable. I'm just Amazing. not vibing with pants um, at the moment. But... I am vibing with super soft, like short nightgown type things. And it's nice. Like, you know, we put Ben down. I get, you know, in the shower or whatever. And then I put these on because I can also just wear them around the house like at night. And they're just very, very comfortable to sleep in and just relax um, and have in the morning too. But the two that I really like, the Felina micro chemise summer dress it's a summer dress nightgown would never wear it out but it's so soft and really comfortable this has been a go-to and then the same brand that makes my um favorite pajamas the silk pajamas that i wear all the time e-k-o-u-a-e-r they have a chemise nightgown as well and then they also have the maternity pajama set that I've talked about that's very, very, very soft. That'll be great. Um, not only now for like when you want something a little warmer, but then when baby's here too, it's like the has the pull away shirt part, right? So you can just be oh, use it yeah, for breastfeeding yeah, yeah, right. too. Yep. Um, so those are all really great. And I think those why my um mother-in-law and sister-in-law, they bought me a pair of these pajamas after they heard us talking about it on the pod. And it's like a great gift to receive too, because it's just like you get so much for baby, which is like so exciting. And it really is like so awesome. But then also to get a little something for you is like, oh, like it's so cool. And so these are great gifts for um, even like a baby shower, just something for the mom too, you know? great gift idea. Okay. My favorite prenatal that I took for both pregnancies, you can buy this on Amazon. It's Thorn, T-H-O-R-N-E, basic prenatal. This was recommended to me by um, uh, my doctor and then also another doctor that I saw at one point, the naturopath that I saw. So it's like high quality. Um, Pregnancy pillow recommendation. This is the one I'm using now. I switched to a different one than the one I used from Ben. I really like this one. It's P-H-A-R-M-E-D-O-C, Farmidoc pregnancy pillow. I don't know, but it's great. All this is linked. I linked um, my favorite uh, body oil. It's super cheap. It's Palmer's. So it's their cocoa butter formula skin therapy body oil. I love it. 
Yeah. And it's just, it's awesome because it absorbs pretty good. But like I've tried a bunch of different kinds and there's a lot that's really expensive. I think they prey on like the pregnancy market a little bit of like, I don't know, whatever. There's some like feel better or not get stretch marks or something. And like not, I don't know. Yeah. It's like an exorbitant amount. This stuff's $8.99 on Amazon. So um, a good water bottle because you're just always wanting something cold, I feel like, and you're just like needing to stay hydrated. But like investing in a nice water bottle for yourself is a win. There's one on Amazon that's like the vacuum insulated stainless steel, but it's also thinner to like fit in your car cup holder. Um, Takea vacuum insulated stainless steel water bottle. Um, uh, wire free bras. All day, uh, every day. Yeah. I really like Handful. Ashley's talked a bunch about Handful. You have a co- what's your code? I think you it's Ashley fifteen. Code? Should be yeah. For those 15% are fifteen percent off. Awesome. I linked another one that I've been liking on Amazon too. I already talked about Ufos. They're linked on this list. Uh, great oh, for back support, shoes. especially in late pregnancy. I talked about Epsom salts recently on the pod for something totally different. Um, and someone sent a message. They're like, oh, in the Costco section, like there where they have like all the vitamins and soaps and whatever. Yeah. They also have Epsom salts there. And then you get like the Costco price in a big bag. Yeah. Heads up. Oh, I, I didn't just realize that. Costco. Yep. I didn't realize either. And lastly, these are things that are not on the Amazon list um, because they're self-care. Highly, highly recommend acupuncture. If you can swing it, I have not gotten the kind of acupuncture that I got during Ben when during Ben's pregnancy, um, just with time and whatever. Uh, but it, I noticed it really helped during Ben's pregnancy. And then uh, anytime you can get a good prenatal massage or like a great gift idea would be like those reflexology places that I've talked about, yeah, like a foot rub yes. for someone, just like treating them to some self care. I love that. So things, yeah, all things for mom, not maybe you also should put like in the future, come up with a, I mean, I know it's your second kid, but like, what's a good baby shower? I like what, you know, ba- Oh yeah. The baby, baby shower you know? list. Yeah. The baby shower list. Like, what do you bring them on? What should you put on your registry? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I could probably contribute a couple things, but, and we've probably done that before, but it just might be updated. So maybe in the future, but these are all the things for you. I mean, that's it for what mom needs, you know, right now to get ready for babe and to like feel good. But mom also needs to eat. Mama needs to eat. And she needs it easy and she needs it quick and she needs it healthy. She needs it fresh. And that's where HelloFresh comes in. You get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip the trip to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's why it's America's number one meal kit. As I mentioned, I love that it is farm fresh seasonal produce and the recipes are super easy to make step by step and then they just get delivered right to your door. I mean, that's when I look up restaurants now, I look up like farm to table because I care about the produce, um, you know, and the quality of ingredients and the ingredients that HelloFresh use. They travel from the farm to your doorstep in under a week. So they always arrive fresh all without a trip to the grocery store or your farmer's market, saving you some time. 
Their chefs really know how to diversify the menu with seasonal recipes like salmon limon and pasta primavera. You can pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks if you need to while you're on, you know, like I'm skipping this week because we're traveling. You can change your delivery date or you can update your preferences. One of the things that I've been loving is that you can update your protein even, right? So you can make like yeah. a vegetarian meal, um, add chicken to it. Or if you're not like a pork eater, you can swap out the pork for steak or whatever. There's tons of variety, tons of options, and the recipes never let me down. You guys get this every single week, don't you? Yeah, we're HelloFresh customers. And I shared over on Patreon quite a bit more about my recent gestational diabetes Um that I have to manage for the rest of the pregnancy. And one of the first things that I did was I went into HelloFresh and I modified like future orders. And I just love the selection, like the number of choices that you can go through and pick each week. And like I was able to update our orders for the whole next month uh, with uh, delicious soups and salads and like really good, healthy, like protein veggie type combos that are going to be awesome to have, um, especially after baby's here (laughs) too, just to have things that we can put together um, without having to use all the brain power. So go to hellofresh.com slash SIP16 and use our code SIP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash SIP16. Use our code SIP16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Should we land the bird? Let's land the bird. I realize as I'm looking down at my rant that I think I've ranted about this before. I feel like when a rant comes back around, it's means it's a big, like it's worth doubling down on that. We're still pissed. (laughs) I, I, okay. So over the last couple of days, yesterday was warm, but there've been days where I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's so sunny out. Like, let's go sit outside and have dinner. Like let's, I romanticize it. Like, let's go, on a hike. Let's do these things, right? It's sunny. It's It must be warm right. because I'm looking out my window and it must be warm. And I've got shorts on. I've got tank on, you know, a little hat or whatever. I got my flip flops on. I walk out and you're hit I got with ice wind. Tank top and flip flops on. I'm ready for summer. And then you're you like, know, because I the visual... And then Inside, it's like, it's no. Australia. Outside, it's Iceland. What? Iceland. And you step out and it's cold. Yeah. It's cold. It's cold. And it's, cr- it's cold and it's cruel. Yeah, it's, it's, that is absolutely right. It's like a trap you know? is what it is. You yes. know, like it's grooming you like, oh, come on outside. You'll have a nice time here. It's warm yes. and sunny. And then you get there and it's not at all what you expected. No. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to sit inside and be longing for the day. I don't like being cold mm-hmm. or I got to go rework the whole outfit, you know, type situation. Yes. And I sound like a real wuss, but a split level house too. Our our rooms upstairs. Yeah. And so it's different socks or different shoes or different pants or whatever. I got to hoof it. It's a commitment. These aren't quick changes. You and plan you around got a basketball what you in your see. Tummy, so you can't barely bend. It's all quite a lot of work. Yeah. 
Okay. What's your rant? My rant is, well, coming into this episode, actually it's happening right now. You know when you wear, you tr- do you ever try to wear multiple necklaces? And it's an absolute, you regret your decision immediately. because Every time. It's literally a full-time job trying to untangle the necklaces. Yes. It's a full-time. I've already untangled these probably seven times today. And what do we know? They're tangled again, like freaking a rat's nest. And I just don't understand it. I don't understand the science of it. Chemistry, physics, whatever the word is. It's inappropriate. Yeah, it's It's not fair. I don't like wearing things I have to fidget. No, with. let me live Whether my life. Necklaces or like a top, a top that's just not quite right. Oh, right. Or, or the In strapless way. tops. Yeah. And you're fidgeting. Adjusting. You're non-stop. fidgeting. Yeah. Or like sometimes when I wear um, like Spanx or like undergarment type stuff yeah. for like a dress. Yeah. If it starts to like, I feel like I fidget. I saw this woman last night. And she was wearing super high heels. It was at the end of the evening. It was like 1030 or something. Yeah. And she was walking like a flamingo or something in them. And I nice. thought, yeah, how many times have I done that? That walk of shame yeah. where you're like, I, you know, I got to wear heels with these. These look cute. And then you walk around and it's like you can't get your footing like, you know. And I yes. just thought, well, that doesn't look so good anymore. Like, listen, if you're going to give us necklaces don't make them tangly. If you're going to give us strapless shirts or funny cut shirts that are cute, don't make them rides. Keep them put. If you're going to give us heels yes. and tell us and make our legs look freaking bomb AF when we've got elongated legs, don't make them uncomfortable. Figure yeah, it out, no. universe. Figure it you're out. You're asking a lot of us. And all we ask in return is you stop being a dick. Fashion. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm out on shoes that, are not that aren't comfortable. Anymore. We've talked about yeah. this. I I really have a hard time like when I put them on and I can't even get an hour out of them before I'm like, this isn't going to work. Right. You're, yeah. You're like, I know. This sucks. Nightmare. This is not going to work. Okay. What's your rave? I got a rave for you. Okay. So, gosh, what was it? A year ago or so, I was... uh. I I needed to produce my social security card and a birth certificate and something else. Right. We have to prove that you are who you say you are. And we had, we were in our new house. So we had gone through a move. And the last time I had to produce these documents was getting our new house. Yes. So I'm like, maybe it got, I couldn't, so I couldn't find these documents anywhere. Very important documents. I'm like, I just had them so that we could get this house. Well, they, they've been lost ever since. And I can't tell you the amount of time that Chris and I spent trying to go through. I was like, how did this happen? We would not have dumped this out. I just used them. Now we're in the new house. Where could they possibly be? And the feeling of losing something so big. Yes. Like your identity documents. Feeling. He just opened the door and looked at me. Don't worry, honey. Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not, it's not what he thinks it's going to be, but it's going to be funny. So <laughs> I, I can't, you know, and then it's the, just this, this um, unclosed chapter of your life. Because then when you think about those things, like, oh, I'm going to need a birth certificate. You think, where did that one go that I have? Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. And then you have to like find other documents or whatever. So it's been gone. How long have we been in this house? I don't know, like two years. 
or something. They've been gone ever since. Haven't been able to find him. <sighs> Luckily, Chris comes them. in today to my office and he said, I need immunity on something. And when we ask each other for that's that, that's why it's he just like, popped you, in. Yeah, you can't hold it against the other person. Right. And I don't, I don't hold this against Chris, you know. But he said, and you know, if I tell you something, this could never be brought up in a way that is like I'm at fault. Okay. Fine. Fair. It's not a fault, you know. But he said, do you remember the box that I told you? No way it could be in there. Don't even bother looking. That is all trash from the move. And I said, yes, I remember that. That The only thing we didn't go through when we turned the house up on its end trying to find these important documents. He said, yeah. Going through that box today, about ready to dump everything out, and I found the binder that we had taken to our house signing was buried in there with your important documents. The rave is that they have been found. The rave is that that feeling when something is lost and then it is found, just the satisfaction of that. You know, that is my rave. So this is just a thing. And that, that is you all I'm legally allowed to say. You can't, he's yeah, this just is all I'm legally allowed, allowed to, to say. be made fun of about this. Oh, yeah. He you know, Chris has immunity. He has full immunity. He's the hero in this story. He found <laughs> the documents. What a, what a gift you guys have given yourselves here. But the satisfaction yeah. that I feel. Knowing where they are now? Just knowing where they are now. Right. Mm-hmm, that they've been found. Wow. No other satisfaction like that I, you know. That it wasn't there your were fault moments. and that it, there were yeah, moments. you're not satisfied at all that no. it landed on Chris's shoulders and he had to right. go groveling. Of course yeah, not. No, I get that. Of course I not. That. So it's I would never. No. It's just you're just glad that no. you have them. Yes. Right. It's happy ending. <laughs> It's a happy ending. <laughs> happy ending. What's your rave? Um, my rave is our fucking brains, you guys. Our brains are so incredible and powerful. And like, it is wild to me that we can, nothing can change. And yet everything can change based on the thought that we're thinking. Like we just have so much damn power. I did an exercise today while I was at this conference. And one of them, he says, close your eyes and think of someone that you love. And this is going to sound horrible, but usually that someone that I love is Colleen or my kids. And some, and then they'll say like at Tony Robbins, I'll be like, think of another person you love. And then, you know, like, uh, obviously John comes and like our wedding comes, but, um, I feel like, so today, like John's coming today, he's flying in. I'm super excited. And he was the first person that came to mind. And I thought, I love you. And then it's like, you know, he talks about like absorbing some light and then sending light out into them and stuff. And I got emotional for that too. Because John and I have been through some tough seasons and, um, he hasn't always been my first go-to of, you know, like I've always loved him obviously, but, um, sometimes there's been like, just when we're in the middle of it, it's just kind of been, you know, uh, whatever. And I got to tell you, John is a pretty special dude, um, who, I don't think it is easy to be married to me as I'm going through therapy. Actually, I'm learning the way that I feel about men and, um, kind I mean, that's part of my feminism is like, I don't have a ton of respect for men. Uh, I do, but not like 
Like I do on the surface, but on my subconscious, I like to be married to me, I think could feel emasculating sometimes because I'm just like, I, I plow, I bulldoze, I go. And he has been gracious and wonderful. He's the best partner. He's the best dad. I see family here like bragging about him and I'm so looking forward to him. He's going to get here in like an hour. And, um, you know, I just think the, like nothing has changed except for everything has changed. Hmm. And it's like, just our brains are really cool. And that goes, I mean, that's also like this whole, my opinion of myself has changed and I'm still the exact same me that landed in Austin and I will be a different person that leaves based on what I'm thinking. Um, and I just feel like it's really freaking cool that we have the power to choose what we're thinking and think thoughts that feel good most of the time and that serve us, um, so that we can have a better human experience. So I just feel really grateful for I feel grateful for my brain, <laughs> you know, and for John, I obviously. It. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, you guys. Uh, tell a friend about the pod, please. Please leave us something uh, that you like about the pod. That'd be great on yeah. the old iTunes review. And you can sit with us always. Uh, and we will see, see you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm -hmm. out of 30 days. Boom. Paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes. Kaboats. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.